I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple lay people, not, not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Hey, it's been a minute, Keith. It's as been the a hot minute. Say, it's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. Which denotes longer than a minute. It's a euphemism. I don't know. A, what, you, a youth. Is, a youthphemism. A, a youthism. <laughs> as the kids say. As what, the kids as say. As the kids say, it's a euthanism. So we are Not in the new year. Confused with euthanasia. Eu- euthanasia. Oh man, a t- funny story about that. I didn't know until after college. I didn't either. I thought everybody was talking about youth in Asia. Me too. And I was like, That's why are we talking about yep. youth in Asia when it comes to animals? Exactly. You know, like whatever. Me too. And you're so confused. And that was another one of those words that just kind of came on the scene. Yeah. And then everybody acted like they knew what it was. You've known it forever. Yeah. I didn't. I was. It was well after college. It was yeah. well after it, it was it, yeah it was a it was a term that just and actually I think I I think I realized it when I saw it written correct and then someone said it yes right and then yeah. I was like that's not Man, what I, I think cannot it believe is we just had live on the air we just had this discovery of yet another parallel of yeah. our universes of and our honesty oh, because our, our because flat out honesty how many you, of the listeners right now. Or like, if you'd have been in conversation yeah. with us, they'd be like, right oh, now, I knew what that is. You morons. You're an idiot. Well, I mean, I mean, I am a moron. I know, but, but <laughs> come on, at least be honest that there's words that, yeah, that you don't you don't get become popular, and then everybody after googling it pretends that they knew what it meant all along. I had this uh, I had this college professor, um, and he taught uh, industrial arts, right? Yes. Okay. And uh, I didn't study industrial arts, but I had I had I you know I had free time or free credits that I could take, and and I had them for something else. And he was like, "Well, if you want a real challenge, you'll take one of my classes, right?" And I'm like, "Okay, I'll take one of your classes." And I really forget what the class was about, but we had some really good, really good reading. I mean, it was like a it was a really good class. Um, and one of the books we read was uh, Ubiquity, right? Um, and what was funny, that, and I'll just get to the chase with the, with the story. We read the book, you know, and then we had to come to class and we were going to discuss it or whatever. And me and one of my friends were sitting here uh, and we're like, what do you think his first question is going to be? Right? Because we're trying to like, we're trying mm-hmm. to like gauge it. And she's like, I bet he's going to ask what ubiquity means. And I'm like, well, what does it mean? She's like, I don't know what it means. I'm like, I don't know either. And it was, it was like, all right. So we ran down the hall to the, um, to the live, like the, little library or whatever and found a dictionary and 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 found it you know uh ubiquitous is uh being or seeming to be everywhere all the time okay okay so you could say god is ubiquitous right he's he's everywhere all the time right so then we ran back right and sat down and he comes in and he's like so we're you know doing the book blah 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 so what does ubiquity mean? We're like, bam, right? 
answered it, and he just had this look on his face like, oh, I thought, you know, like he thought he was going to stump it. Well, no one else had looked it up and knew what it meant either, but right? But they read the book. But they read the book. And you know? it wasn't inferred from the book? No, 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 him. no, not really. One of those one of those books. Yeah, yeah. And so it was, it was funny because then we told him later that we just literally ran down and looked it up, and we had a good chuckle about it because he's like... I always, he's like, I always get people on that question, you know, because he's like, if you come, if you read something and you come across a word that you don't know, you should look it up, mm-hmm. right? But we don't, do we? We just, we just read a word. Sometimes you try to figure out well, in there's context. Con- there's and, context clues. And then you just kind of like move on, you know, but he was like, dictionary should be in your hands at all time, right? Anyways, pretty funny. So we had a new year. Hey, yo. So new year. New year, new year, new you. Not new really. It's always it's the same you. It's the same I just you. Don't want a disclaimer there. It is. <laughs> it's always going to be you. It's not going to be a new you. It's the you. It's the you you have. But that's yeah. good. We love you. Yeah. And so I think what we'll what we're going to do is spend some time uh, in this new year and do a little do a little conversations about uh, what's next. Yes. Right. And so we'll break down in the coming weeks um, some different some different topics and. And stuff about what's next for, for us in in this new year. And uh, but I want to first. Uh, now I know I'm not a big New Year's resolution fan. I'm not either. Um, you know why I'm not, right? Because you can't keep them. No, you you say this about me all the time. I'm non-committal. You are non-committal. You are non-committal. Um, well, you you do this thing. You try to eat healthy in January. Try to de decompress from detox. the holidays, oh, detox yeah, from course. the holidays, so that you could you could kind of claim that as your New Year's. You know, I'm going to kind of detox from this. Yeah, or yeah. I don't make any. Uh, uh, you know, it's the I do the kind of the the whole thirty diet, but I it's not whole, and I don't go for thirty days. <laughs> half, but that's the, half fifteen. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, the half fifteen diet. Um, usually hit 15, 20 days and I half stick to it and yeah. it's just kind of a good detox to, uh, what happened in December yeah. and November well, and my, October, my, my, and, parts and of September, and September and kind of started in August. August and July. Uh, my, my goal this year is, uh, uh, to do the Bible in a Year podcast. It's a great podcast. I'm going to plug it real fast. Um, you should look it up. It's called Bible in the Year. It's with um, Father Mark something. Anyway, just look up Bible in a Year. You'll, you'll find it. Right, cool. um, hugely popular. And I, I'll make another uh, confession. Uh, I've not read the Bible front to back. Me neither. So I think that this is good. What he does is he walks you through 365 days. You read the Bible from not necessarily start to finish, because it'll add like right now we're doing some of um, Genesis and then some of Job. Right? Yeah, every so. reading plan I've borrowed parts and bits and pieces from. Yeah, nothing has ever, no one has ever started suggested yeah to read it uh, Genesis to Revelation. Well, actually, funny, funny that you say that. This it is Genesis to Revelation, um, but he just adds. He tries to like well, he'll bring Old some, Testament like, and he'll try yep. to bring two different storylines, and then and, and then talk about it in some New Testament. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's really, it's really, uh, it's so far so good. We're nine days into it. So nine days in, is this something I can jump into now oh, yeah. and get caught up on? Yeah, because they're only like fifteen to eighteen minutes, right? 
Oh, I could wait till December then. <laughs> you could. I could do. You could. I could do the Bible you in. Could. I could do the Bible in Advent. <laughs> well, I started. Um, I, I kind of made the resolution or the plan in December, but I waited until January first to start it. Uh, my wife, on the other hand, she decided to do it and then just went last year's January first, and it's kind of been doing two or you know one or two a day. So she caught up to day nine, and are they the same? Yeah, they're. Uh, I don't know because she hasn't heard this year's version and I know, vice versa. I, mean. I should go back guys, and listen once to. Once you guys get caught up to the same day, yeah, you should, we should listen notes. to it. Yeah, maybe. I think she's further. I think she'll always be further ahead than me. I believe that to be true about your relationship. <laughs> I believe that to be true about almost every relationship men have with females. She's, We're all just trying to catch up. She's ahead of me. <laughs> so, uh, so what's next? Uh, we want to talk about kind of what's next for your spiritual journey. Um, Bible in a year is kind of part of my uh, my my plan there. And hey, I think we've talked about your Bible in the year podcast um i'm gonna be non-committal about giving yes. it a go i'll probably not do it I'll, and i might try it out and never tell you that i did right so that if this i only make it six, if i only make it six or eight months i can be plausible deniability it's super accurate um <laughs> closet bible in the year reader um <laughs> well i now, I, now, now you know, i'd probably do that too if i was like you know like if i went to like Back to school to get a law degree. I'd like hide it and be like, until you actually pass <laughs> whether the bar I pulled it off and or become not. a lawyer. Yeah, and then you just walk into Adam's <laughs> office. You're like, hey, by the way, I quit because I'm a lawyer now. <laughs> like I didn't know you were going to law school. I really wasn't. You know, wasn't sure about it till I graduated. <laughs> well, then you got to pass the bar. No joke. Then Unless, you got to get hired by a yeah. place. Unless you go to Illinois, land a Lincoln. You don't have to go to law school. Oh, really? Yeah. You if you, you can, just pass the bar. If you can pass the bar, you're a lawyer in Illinois. I think that should I think that should work for anything in life. I think that should work for all sorts of things. I think I think that m- me personally, I think that it's like if you can pass the driver's test, you don't got to take driver's ed. Yeah, yeah. Although early on, it helps you with your insurance discount. Um, I think that should work with degrees and colleges too. But that really would really upset the. Uh, uh, the yeah, but how many the, people could just walk in and that would really and pass a test on nuclear. F- physics or something i'm just saying that just get a degree that would mess with the the financial structure of things i'm just saying if you're if you have all the knowledge they should just give you the degree like why are you going through the the hoops of it just saying that's another podcast for another (laughs) so um we do have kind of a, a a little verse Little, little little Bible verse, oh, Proverbs right. three five six. You want me to you want me to break that down? Yeah, bust it out. So this Proverbs three uh, five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lead lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your paths straight. I like I like this for for not necessarily well maybe the obvious reason, but not necessarily the obvious reason. Um, I think, I think what my interpretation of what, what it's trying to say is that when you align yourself with God and not on your own desires, you're, you're not, you're not weaving and dodging and wishy-washy in life. 
Yeah. You're you've got your you and you and God are straight and aligned with each other. Versus if you are thinking about leaning on your own understanding of life, the road is curvy and sometimes you line up with God mm-hmm. and the next second you're off the path again, right? Um yeah, I think for me the hard part about it is with a lot of scripture and I feel like sometimes we whenever we don't scripture doesn't immediately speak to us, we don't immediately respond to it and align with it. Mm. We're like, "Oh, this one's really hard for me and there's something wrong, right?" Mm. But I think different personality types we're all made in the image of God, but like in different magnitudes of how we interpret and process and see the world. And um, so like lean not on your own understanding, pretty easy for me. So like this scripture lines up with me, Mm -hmm. but I have said time and time again, probably multiple times on this podcast, I am not one of those people who needs to know things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I am. But there are people who that is very hard for because they need their understanding of things is having all the context, all of it. Mm -hmm. You you can't make your decision until you have the data and the variables. Yeah. So you are always spinning wheels trying to collect that stuff. Mm. So this is hard whenever I say, don't lean on your own understanding. And you're like, well, if I don't understand it, how can I even, if I don't understand it, my own understanding, how can I trust it? How can I, how can I interact with it if I don't have a grasp of it? Yeah. And that's, and that's where I think this scripture sounds simple, but really has a lo- a wide range of, of how it can be, um, how it affects people. Yeah, see, I what I interpret from this is, you know, there's moments in your life where you've got like a a, a fork in the road, right? And you can go this way. You know what way. Yogi Berra says when you come to a fork in the road? Eat eat steak? Take it. Oh. Uh, I, w- I don't know. Where's it been? Who's eaten it? Anyway, from it. Oh, quick Yogi Berra story. The fork in the road. When you went to his house... Was the driveway the split, but it was a round. It was a circle, so oh. you could go either way. It oh. didn't matter. So when you come to a fork in the road, just take it. Just it take doesn't it. matter. I got you. But everybody thought that was so funny. <laughs> Yogi, when you come to a fork, just take it. Just take it. All right, sorry. Um, Our path. Forks. I think. I think. I think you and you have an option. You can either do what you want to do, or you can do what you know God wants you to do. Right. And we, a, a, a halfway good example um, as the best I can do, it would be like, you know, if you're in a, if you're in a fight with someone because something happened, you can stay mad and not talk to the person and Mm. not, not resolve that conflict and that anger and just sit on it because it feels kind of good to be angry sometimes, or you can forgive and move past it. Right. And, and so Leaning on your own understanding, it feels good to be angry. Mm. And just, well, I'm going to play the victim because it kind of feels good to play the victim, right? Uh, but really, when you submit to what God wants you to do, right, and not your own understanding, mm. 
of the world and what feels good or feels right in the situation, then your then your path is more straight. And that's how kind of I interpret that. And there's lots of those times in our life where we may do something because it feels good in the moment to do it, but we know it's not really what we should be doing. Well, let's look at, let's talk, <clears throat> you, because you brought this up. Yeah, uh, I did bring it up. So like the verbs Verb, we have yes. here are trust. action words, trust, lean, lean, uh, seek. S- Trust, lean. Yeah. So submit. We, yeah. Submit. Right. So what? Uh... <laughs> so we had a moment of wait. Those are verbs, right? Yeah. <laughs> English was not my strong suit. It's the best language I speak. Keith. <laughs> it is the best language I speak too. If you would like to listen to this <laughs> podcast in Spanish? Wait a while. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now, I will say, um, in some translations, you said seek, because in some translations, yeah. it's uh, seek. It's not uh, in your way submit to them. It's uh, uh, trust, trust the Lord in all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but, uh, seek, but, the seek, Lord. but seek the Lord, and he yeah, will make yeah. your path straight, right? Um, and I think that's the NIV version uh, that we normally NLT, read. Maybe. Anyway. Anyway, whatever. Um so yeah, so so trust, lean, submit, or trust, lean, and seek. Um, so what what are those? Which one? I guess what what really stands out to you from those three verbs? Well, what I like is a lot of scripture. You know, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, heart soul, and mind. Trust the Lord. Trust. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I think we get this. Think like the the trust has been hammered down in scripture, right? Hmm. What I like here, I think we can all agree on trusting the, the Lord mm-hmm. is. Um, but what I like here is this. It goes a step further, and with the lean. So the opposite of this is lean on the Lord. Right, like that's the or lean. not the opposite. That's what's implied. Yeah. Right. You can lean on the Lord, so you can trust, and uh, some would say obey. Right. Trust and lean. Trust and obey. Trust and depend on for support the Lord. Mm-hmm. Or you can lean on your own understanding. That is not depend on the Lord not necessarily obey, not um, depend on for support. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's saying, I think sometimes we can trust the Lord, but go our own way. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and... And that's a human experience. By yeah. The way. <clears throat> well, I want to backtrack for a second. Um, the the trust right portion of it. I was I was reading something the other day that said that um, people that that I don't want to say they're on the fence about God, don't believe in God, whatever. 
Um, and you know, they'll sometimes people even say, I, you know, I just want to know that he, that he actually exists. Right. Um, what this person was saying is that they actually, people don't actually even care if he exists or not. Like God could come down and be like, here I am, Mitch, I exist now believe in me. And you still wouldn't because what they want to do is they want to trust that he's good. Hmm. Right. So it's not even about the existence of the, of, of God or not. It's really about trusting that the goodness of God God is really the key to make people to, to, for somebody to turn and believe in God is that trust portion. Right. And so I thought that was, I thought that was fascinating um, because you, you know, in, in pop culture references and, and in the conversations that I've had with some people, you know, where they're like, I just want to know that he's there. Well, then that's probably not going to help you because, you know, if, if bad things have happened to you in your life mm. and then you know for sure God is there, you're still just going to be angry at him because it's like, why didn't you do anything about it, right? It's really that trust component. Yeah, yeah it's, almost like, it's almost like it, you're, you're a child and you're, you're a child and you're in this really big house and there's a parent there. Right, mm-hmm. and then something bad happens. Mm-hmm. Right, you got two options. You can run to that parent mm-hmm. because you trust that it, that it's going to be good and support and love and caring and kindness and help. Mm-hmm. Or you can try to hide from. Yeah, you can try to run away and hide and pretend that they're not there. They're not in the house. Maybe they'll never find out. Maybe it it can't possibly be as bad as you think it would be if they did find out, right? Sure. And to really boil down the metaphor, right? Like, that's kind of what it is. It's, yeah. To your point, it's do you trust in the goodness? Right. Or not, and if you don't trust in the goodness, you're just running away. Yeah, yeah, and I and, and so I think and hide and, and I think that's I think that's important as you read through that, and you like do you talk about the Bible really drills that trust portion because I think it's beyond, um, you know, for us exactly like you said, we we can trust God but still do our own thing. Like we can trust that God's there and he's good and he has the right thing for us and in store and we know what he wants us to do, but we can still do the other thing, right? So anyway, I thought no, that I was think interesting. Like, like Peter out of the boat, sinking in the water, reaches up for Jesus. Well, he didn't Jesus is standing on the water. Peter reaches up to him, trusting He's got this. Like mm. he can help. Whereas think- the boat is right there, right? Like right hand up to Jesus, stand on the water. Left hand, just grab the boat. Right, right? swim back to the boat, or not even swim back. He probably just grab right? it. Right, it's got to be right there. Yeah, you know, I I wonder. Um, and again, I know that uh, a lot of people would say, don't try to don't try to interpret people's uh psychological nature in the Bible if it doesn't tell you what they're feeling then yeah, yeah, don't yeah. don't try to interpret it but you wonder if if Peter didn't trust didn't trust Jesus in that moment to walk to him or didn't trust himself 
Yeah. Because I would say, I would argue, he didn't trust himself. I'm talking about, and that's why he, he, I'm talking about when you're in, once he starts sinking. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, because Jesus said, hey, come to me, right? And he's like, well, I can't come to you. You're like, nah, come on, you can walk on water, right? And he starts coming and then he starts sinking because he doesn't trust himself, right? That he can do it. Yeah. You know, so, and that's, that's, so that's an interesting point is, uh, but he does trust Jesus in that moment to pull him out, right? And 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 save him, which is kind of weird because you think he's a fisherman; he can swim. Didn't he? Sw- didn't he hop off the boat after Jesus' resurrection and swim back to shore? Yeah, but this is a stormy seas, man. Uh, that's true, accurate. At night, man, I don't know. I don't know how much swimming I'm doing. Like <laughs> stormy, yeah. You're kind of just bobbing. I mean, have you gone in the ocean at night? Yes. At night. Yes. We lived like near the ocean for uh, five years of my life. Definitely went at night. Um, we lived uh, near South Padre Island, in South Texas, and man, the... I am a total landlubber. Man, I am no <sighs> way. Why? I don't know. Oh, it's great. Uh, night night swims are some of the best too. But uh, Not the, in the, ocean. the yeah the the way that the the beach worked right is you you went out and it was pretty deep but then it came back up to like a sandbar like w- like pretty pretty far out okay right? so you, if you if you stood there on the beach you could see people standing out there on water you know what I mean like it looked you know the waist yeah. high or whatever um well anyways the first time we ever went to the ocean uh my dad swimmed out with with us and we were good swimmers me and my me and my brother. And he's like, okay, swim back, you know? And we're like, okay. we I mean, we were far out there. And it took, it took a long time to get back. You know, you're kind of going out. It's a little easier, and you know? You sucked out, and then you get sucked in. back. And I mean, it's, it's hard. You're fighting, you're fighting, you're fighting, you're fighting. Then we got back to the, um, the shore. And uh, he's like, see how hard that was? And we're like, yeah. He's like, don't go too far out next time. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> it was Mr. a life lesson. Mr. Oceaneer, have you ever been in the water mm. out of sight of land um you know what i mean you ever been far enough out on a boat that you're out of sight of land and then you got off the boat into the water you know i did a snorkeling trip one time but there's like, some lakes but not an ocean there's some lakes that they're pretty big and you can go out okay. and they're wavy yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like no, that but it's still about, a lake talk about an ocean I don't think so. Talk about an ocean where you swim the wrong direction, you're gonna end up at a different. Continent. Oh no, di- I don't think so. Continent. I you know don't what think I mean? So. I mean, I've been on a cruise ship, but not jumped overboard. Not in the water. Yeah, yeah. It's trippy, man. <laughs> I just don't even like thinking about. It. Uh, I don't like thinking about being, um, you know, all these people like spelunking and stuff. Yeah. Where they've got to like crawl through mm-hmm. these little crevices, no these little cracks to get into a bigger uh, cavern. If it was underwater, no way. Well, as the water start, like you know, ocean, what a yeah. rise, and then you kind of like you're at a point, you're like, oh shoot, tide's coming in, I got to get through this crack, you know, or whatever. No way, man, dude, no way, unreal. Mm-mm. There's no, I don't like confined spaces. Nope. Ocean all day long, not confining. No way. Land. <laughs> Land. <laughs> I like to say I'm terrestrial. Terrestrial. Okay. I like some good terra firma. Terra me. firma. So, um, interesting question, right? So this 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 verse is obviously uh, all about 
trusting in in God and 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 submitting to Him, and you know He'll make your path straight. How do you think? How do you think other people around you um, help you if they do to keep your path straight? Like, because this is all about God, but oh, I, I think God time. uses people. Yes. In your in your orbit to push you in a yes. direction, and right? and maybe more like guardrails, mm. like or like pinball bumpers, um, pool ball bumpers, mm-hmm. right? Like the bowling keep, um, the bowling, bowling lane bumpers. Yeah. Keep shout the gutters. Yeah, um, that's where I think I think God uses real life relationships because they're real. They're they're solid tangible things that can actually physically change our direction and path like the bumpers mm-hmm. right like use your bowling analogy god could say you could you're better at your the path and trajectory and target and plan i have for your life is to stay between these gutters mm-hmm. and you can trust that and you can believe that, but with those bumpers up, you can achieve that. Mm. And I think those bumpers are a lot of times people, yeah, because they can physically be there to 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 lean on. Yeah, I think I think we have the ability to see that in the opposite, right? Not of ourselves, really, but we we all know people that are like. Ooh, those two, like the like that person, their friend is causing a lot of problems for them, mm. right? Like maybe those. And two we don't really be rec- we re- really don't recognize where it's like, boy, that's a good accountability partner right yeah, there. Yeah, I think we're we're much better looking at the negative mm-hmm. of than than looking at somebody going, wow, that person really helps that person. Oh, that's in interesting their life. because like we want to give ourselves credit. We want to give ourselves credit for our successes mm-hmm. and want to blame others mm-hmm. for our shortcomings. Yeah. Yeah. And we do that. Often. We do that for ourselves and we do that for other people yeah. around us, right? Like that's um so I think I think I think that the the my challenge for everybody moving forward on what's next for your spiritual journey is to try to analyze and look at your life. And look at the people around you that are helping you on your spiritual journey. Not just helping you in life in general, but who's being a positive force in your spiritual journey. Um, and then lean into those people some more. I like that. This year. Yeah. How can you do that this year? How can you yeah. do that more this year than you did last year? Yeah. I think that's a pretty good task. So, Keith, you got a small group? I do have a small group. I do as well. I do have a small group. And you know what's funny? Um, almost everybody I know says this, which is when we first started, uh, like Sean and I were nervous, right? Because you don't, we know, we know, you know, a few people, but we don't, we don't really know them, right? Yeah. And so it was like, and you know, what are you going to talk about? What are we going to do? You know, like this seems weird. Um, but like changed, changed my, changed my life right like wish i could go back 20 years and and 
and do it 20 years ago, 30 years ago, right? Um, I'm sure you feel the same way. Yeah, I've, and I've had several different groups and uh, found them all helpful and been blessed to have those relationships. And you know what's cool is like not every relationship is a um, rest of your life, right? Like, yeah, yeah. We all go through seasons, and sometimes certain relationships are super beneficial in one season and more casual in another. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, some, yeah. you know, and sometimes people move away and sometimes you move away. And so I'd make a, you know. yeah, I'd make a, I'd make a call for people to commit to some sort of, um, relationship growth, spiritual relationship growth, you know, invite other people into your journey. Yeah. Uh, is a good way to, and make it regular. Yeah, it's it's easy to uh, it's easy even to if be it's like, once a month. Yeah, regular. yeah, but make it make it put it on your calendar. Make it regular first first weekend of the month, you know, yeah. or whatever. Um, and then don't don't change it because oh hey, there's a playoff game, so maybe <laughs> we should bump it up, bump it back a week. Oh, I don't know, I'm out of town that week, right? Like, just do it during the playoff game, right? You know what I mean, yeah. like. Schedule it and then just have it. No, you know, no matter what, unless somebody's got, you know, is ill. You don't want to make your whole group ill or something like that. But so it's like it. it's like our sands of time. It can it can keep you within general <laughs> um, general guard, guardrails. Yes, All and right? ours is out. Ours is out. Have a good week. See you next week.